All right, here we go. We got two hot episodes, two prime episodes of Unraveled Influence on a Thursday. So we're getting two on this Thursday. If you joined us earlier at three o'clock, hey, welcome everybody. Uh, we interviewed Robert Kazi, and now we have a second artist, CC Flow. I'm gonna bring these incredible people up to the mic. Hopefully this is working just well. All right, got one in, I think. If not, we got this time, who we got? Andy, all right, I'm gonna bring Cece in. All right. Yeah. All right, welcome everybody. All right, Cece should be joining us in just a second. I think I pulled her in from the audience, hopefully. Um, but Andy, like, what an what a, yeah. like, double dose uh, on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I'm, you know, I'm a very reflective person, so I've been reflecting a lot about what Robert, um, see, no, I almost said Charmino, damn you, Angela, Robert Kazi was talking about and one thing about the whole what turned him off that really stuck to my mind actually and i'm glad cc jumped in to talk more about, about that as well because it's true they just want the 15 minutes and then we out instead of the intimacy and i love the fact that he legitimately touched on that because it was very important that he did and there she is the right, one man of the hour so sweet to be sour uh, she got this. She knows what she's doing. Yay! Sorry. She got the color background and everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's a, okay. I thought that was like a, okay, I got you. Yo, that looks dope. No, wow. <laughs> I'm at my, um, I'm at my in-laws right now, and she gave me this horchata pudding. I was going to try it, but then it got watery, and I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, uh, nah, nah, yeah, nah. You never want to eat pudding watery. I made that mistake. Ugh. Yeah, so nah. I'm like, yeah, probably not going to eat that. Um, I'm just taking a couple, you know, taking a little bit of breath before I have to drive back to San Diego. So No um, doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, no, no, I was just, um, we was just reflecting about earlier and how Robert was touching on some topics that were very important and we were talking about how you jumped in as well to give your input on what he was talking about, about how could we make just things better, you know, as far as like the community and more intimacy and we just thought it was very important, you know. Um, so we were just, I was just telling her that I'm, you know, I've been very, I'm a very reflective person. I was just reflecting the whole entire time about that live with Robert Kazi. And, you know, it was just important to know that, hey, yeah, because some things do turn us off, but we got to do what we got to do to make sure we maintain the intimacy. So I thought that was very important. But anyway. Yes. Um, Absolutely. First of all, Cece, how are your tires? Oh God, they were like horrendous. So I ended up getting all four new tires, brand new tires. Mm -hmm. And they were just saying that for me to make it over the grapevine, um, it was good that I traveled at night instead of during the day. Like I had originally intended because by the grace of God, I made it because my other one was completely down. Like the wire was exposed. Oh wow. And mm -hmm. oh, wow. Oh, wow. they were just like, you know, and then they did like an oil change and like talked off my fluids and everything. So I'm still not sure what I'm going to leave. I might leave tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. I'm kind of just, cause my mother-in-law like feeds me like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like lets me rest and like 
it's calm and before I have to go back to the hustle and bustle of like all of my orders and projects and things like that. So it's nice to be able to come here and just kind of breathe. Yeah. I'm not even wearing makeup. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> like Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So Andy, I think you had something that you wanted to start off with, uh, with CC? Yeah. So for those who don't know, you know, um, I would say for those who just join us and they don't know who you are, I don't know why anyone wouldn't know who you are, but for those who don't know who you are, um, I guess I'll Tell us about um, what you do as far as not, you know, whether it's poetry or music or business. For those who don't know, she does do business inquiries as well. So why don't you talk to, like, we'll start from that and then we can see where the conversation goes. Okay. Yeah, Cece does it all. Like, Cece yeah. does it all. I'm impressed. She does resumes. She's a whole bunch of stuff. So my name is Cece Flo. I go by Flo Cece Flo, kind of like Run Forest Run because I, too, was once in a wheelchair. Um, I do poetry, spoken word poetry, slam poetry. I, um, I write editorials as well. Um, I'm working on a book also. Um, and I just did an article for a magazine called Shift and it is about brand building. I'm also a business owner. I own CC Flows uh, Professional and Creative Services. So the professional side is because I have a background in human resources. Uh, so I've been writing resumes since I was 15. I do resume writing, oh. I do cover letter writing, I do job interview prep skill courses. Um, those are one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes I do uh, also group uh, sessions as well to get people ready for interviews, um, to pay attention to body language, to pay attention to um, how you're answering the questions and how to be prepared for the type of questions that you will be asked. Uh, so I'm really keen at that. Uh, and then all, the creative side is for graphic arts, I make logos. Um, my big order right now is like my threshold is branding kits. I make branding kits. I help companies, whether they are revamping their brand or they are starting off, um, I help them build their brand from the ground up. Now, these branding kits are not just, oh, here's some pretty colors and fonts and things like that. These are 50 page manuals. Um, and these manuals that um, they explain everything what is your brand's voice? What is your brand's vision? What are your um, your core beliefs? And how are we going to correlate that into a visual aspect? Um, and so it does start with the three step process, which is generally your I send out a questionnaire mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. it starts off with the colors, like the color schemes, because I'm also um, I'm a certified color specialist. <laughs> so um, there's colors, there's font or your typography. Mm -hmm. And then your third step would be the logo. So sometimes this method can go back and forth quite a bit. Um, it can take up to a month. It can take up past 90 days. It really just depends on what the project outcome, you know, is presenting, if we're meeting, if we're not. So sometimes it's a lot of back and forth. Um, I have designed these questionnaires because I do write in these manuals. This is really for like people who are opening up a, like an S Corp or a C Corp or something like that. So if you are looking to get stakeholders, you want to have something that is concrete. This is our mm -hmm. brand. This is what we believe in. This is why now it's pretty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. it's really pretty. I'm so glad you brought that up because I wanted to mention something that, because uh, again, you said color, spot, and logo. And I mean, whether people believe it or not, there is a psychology behind that. So I'm actually really curious about the, your whole branding kits, but I think you kind of actually already answered my question. But again, 
Um, can you give me um, an example of like a consultation you have with a type of business as far as like that psychology? Because again, using certain types of font gives off a certain kind of emotion. So um, definitely uh, talk about so, that. So a lot of the times you want to stay away from too much. I always say stay. Script is beautiful. I love script. I write in cursive. Um, I love it. But with the public school systems these days, they're not teaching the youth script. They're not teaching them cursive. So even though it looks yep. so beautiful, people aren't going to understand what it is unless they're like older. And so um, I always say it's okay point. to use script as long as it's maybe loose script, or if you use maybe the first letter is script real fancy, and then the rest is something that is more readable. Um, so like bold print or like um, it's called like there's like the Gothic kind of like mid like Renaissance time. That kind of stuff is like, I wouldn't suggest using that if you're going to have a word that is longer than four letters. So mm. it even mm. depends on the count of how many letters you're using as well um, to make it pop. Like graffiti letters, don't use more than mm. five. You're not going to be able to see what it says. Um, so I always say make sure it's readable. Make sure that um, if it's bold, it's, it's a beautiful bold that gives just enough to read it. Mm. So like if you're mm. a more of a feminine... But, um, yes, any company you want to use that kind of a uh, softer pastel potential yes. colors or it's really and how your brand is because believe it or not brands do have gender identity yeah and, mm. um they have, a, in the market, you have to identify who your market is and if exactly. you're targeting a certain demographic you need to appeal to a certain demographic so like i said there's a huge that's psychology true. to this it, so it is because it's all about subliminal traction as well so it's not just like I said, three steps, three steps is just how I break it down to make it more simplified. But there is a subliminal um, underlining psych like psychological method that you're using because it's like if you think in your head, oh, I can see Nike, think in your head, oh, I can see McDonald's, oh, think in your head, I can see Microsoft. It's because there is a science to it. Um, there's an, a business mm. equity model. It's called Keller's. Um, it's called Keller's branding model and it basically is a pyramid in this pyramid i have it here um the pyramid shows you exactly the fundamentals of what questions you want to ask it's like who am i as a brand who are you as your target and then it's like how can i benefit the target audience how can i benefit consumers? Mm. so the main thing is not really the visual appeal it's the amount of positive experiences that um cus customers are having with these brands that make a brand as successful mm -hmm. as McDonald's that make a brand mm -hmm. as successful as Apple. Wow. Like almost oh. like it's real estate. Like when you walk into the home, you want an emotional reaction. You want to feel safe or, or just warmth, whatever that connection is. So I'm, I'm so fascinated by that. Andy, isn't that incredible? Cause again, you have to market yourself. Yeah, no, it's so true. And it's like, I'm just, wow. Like what she just said, there was certain stuff that I didn't even know what that was until you just mentioned it. So that's very, I just learned something just now too. I love that. The who you, who we are, who you are and, and you know, the, your target audience. And it's just, it's so cool, man. Like that really is. I would like to, um, if it's okay just to break it down a little bit easier for you guys. I want to break, I want to read just the first, the first page of my article that's going out for um, publication. Absolutely. Uh, and I did the layout. Of course I did the layout. I wasn't going to just do the words, but I also did the layout. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Okay. So um, I'll just read it really quick just so it gets more, just gets, it, it just, I break it down a little bit better. I think that's so, great because I, I think a lot of us want to hear more of a clear cut way. Okay. So it says, 
branding brand identity branded content brand awareness brand building personally i used to think to make a popular brand identity is just had to look pretty a majority if not all value was placed on the visual concept when identifying a brand once i ventured out and became a business owner that specialized in custom graphics and all things branding was a course of understanding i had to take in which my initial view was steered into truly understanding the essence of a brand I bring that to light and ensure the visuals correlate with the identity and core beliefs. Understanding the why plays a vital part in defining the brand's voice, which is of equal importance as the face. You wouldn't marry someone based on just their profile picture and one million real likes, would you? Think of building a brand in the same regard. It is, an essential, it is essential to generate and maintain relationships with the target audience and develop trust among customers. This will likely result in an increase of success and recognition. The more positive the experience, the wider the expansion will reach. To create a brand identity that is unique and highly favored is one of the effective convoys that the brand's mission and values is the force that drives. So companies such as McDonald's, Nike, Target, etc., has mastered their level of brand building. When we think of these brands, we see their face and we hear their voice of what that brand without much effort applied. So what is the science behind this? That is when those branding kits come into play. And there's also, they're called style guides, brand guidelines, things like that. What is the difference? There isn't any. It's just whatever you call it. And now these manuals are designed so that this is concrete. That isn't just a green. This is a, you know, an RGB 5789. Like it's, it's, it's a consistent color all the way around so that you get the same color each time. McDonald's red is never off. <laughs> it's always the same. It's because these colors mm. have codes. These colors have codes. And so once we chick picked out the colors and we solidify, we have mm -hmm. those codes. This and they're trademarked. You color. can trademark a color as well. Yes. Most of them are already kind of trademarked, especially if you're using RGB colors. Um, but this is like, so the client always knows, okay, this is my shade of red. This is my shade of green. And you'll get it every time because of the mixture of hues. Mm. And that's wow. important, that consistency, because that's where, and not just the, the subliminal, but you become attached to it, becomes commonplace. It becomes concrete and that's what these branding kits help they help make a brand more concrete so you're giving it to a stakeholder you're saying hey this is what our company represents and would you like to you know buy stock in my company um, this is a very professional manual uh, where it has everything outlined to the T mm, okay so I got a question because um, not not because I'm sorry no I, I, I have a question <laughs> um, so why so for someone that's starting a business let's say a small business right like why would or, or even an influencer why would they need a why do you believe they would need a a, a branding kit and style guide guidelines and all the stuff that you talked about like why do you think it's important for them to have something like that especially if you're just starting off well you wouldn't build a house without bricks this right true. you wouldn't build a house without structure and so sometimes i know even with me i to tell you the truth, I'm still working on my logo. I'm still not solidified on my logo because I'm still building the structure of my own brand. And so people are like, oh, what's your logo? My logo looks like a bunch of different ones because I'm still trying to find, I'm still trying to pinpoint 
how I want it to look. So I'm still building my foundation and I'm okay with that. Mm. You know, I'm okay because I understand that I want to feel a strong connection to my business. I want to feel a strong connection to what I want the visual aspect to match my core beliefs. And when you have your hands in so many pots and you do so many things, it might take a little bit longer. Mm. It might take a little bit longer. So it's okay. (laughs) Um, But what the main thing is that when you have that melting pot of, of ideas and thoughts and things like that, Maybe you don't know how to organize it. Maybe you don't Mm. know the way that you want your duplex to look. Maybe you don't want a duplex. Maybe you want a nice country cottage. So it's kind of just so the owner can kind of identify what they want. And I just help the visual guideline. And I also help them decipher what they want by asking them the questions that I ask in the, um, I call them intake forms. So they will get, um, they'll get about six of them. Because sometimes I might be like, you know what, let me revise some of, some of these things because I feel like we're at a standstill or it's becoming stagnant. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of have to mm-hmm. dive a little bit deeper into their psyche. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's a process. Um, it, and um, I yeah. actually just reapplied um, to uh, UCSD um, and I got in. I got nice. in and so I'm changing my concentrated focus. I'm going to be working on my master's and my PhD. So my concentrated Perfect. focus was human resources, but um, I'm now changing it over to marketing. Nice. It's well-deserved, well-deserved, yeah. not surprised. Uh, uh, I, I, you definitely have a way to really engage us, not just on the creative side, but really the other side of things, which is just as important. People are not going to engage with your work if they're not attracted to what they're, you know, what they want to see or what they want to be exposed to. I mean, that's just the reality of the marketing world. I mean, that's just reality. Um, And and even though I'm learning, like being a business owner, it it really is a learn as you go process. mm -hmm. It really, really is. Every day I'm like, oh, shoot, what? (laughs) Like, uh, how do I get past this? And so like right now I'm doing, um, I'm doing some cleaning up and I'm doing some more, um, I'm being more assertive now because before I was like a little bit too, too friendly, I suppose. And I was starting to get burned out mm-hmm. um, oh, I to be here to breathe a little bit. And so now I'm only going to have two prices, which is the do it with you price and the do it for you price. <laughs> and so, wow. you know, the do it with you price is we're going to work on this together and the do it for you is going to be a lot more expensive, but in oh, the long yeah. run, it's less work on their end especially if they already have other businesses. So um, that's something that's going to be revamped and it's going to go out in September. Um, I'm going to break down and my website will also be going out next month. So I have a question because um, as you're talking, like I know I have these questions coming up. And in your experiences in business, right, what what could you say or what would you say is the biggest misconception in having a business, running the business, and trying to maintain the business? What do you think is the biggest misconception? Whether it's your experience or maybe, yeah. The biggest misconception is that, oh, you're a business owner, you're balling. You got it. You're making all this money, this and that. You're not even understanding the resources and how I have to distribute resources mm-hmm. <laughs> and to make mm-hmm. more money or to gain more traction or to um, just understanding your cost analysis is is a science and a math. And I don't like math. <laughs> so um, wow. that I was putting in more man hours than I was re- receiving revenue. But in the long run, mm-hmm. it gained me more experience to become a better business um, owner and to conduct my business in a certain way. Right now I have about 14 um, clients on retainers. So they pay mm-hmm. monthly. Okay. 
they pay mm -hmm. me monthly and then they get once a week consults for about 30 minutes and i almost i'm also a certified business consultant so this can be based on okay what what are you running into what walls is that you know what obstacles are you having an issue with okay let me see how i can help you i did your branding kit that doesn't mean that we're done you're on you put me on a retainer so now let me walk you through other um whether it's marketing whether it's it's funding whether it's because i also do grant writing so i mean it's 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 a lot like i said they say i do a lot um i do a lot of different things and my mom always said you're a jack of all trades, master of none. Actually, I'm master of damn near everything that I'm doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> why I would say yes. Yeah. Why pick one? Why pick one? So these retainers are going to be offered as a membership. I'm going to start offering these membership services probably in January, but I'm only going to have a couple of slots. I'm mm. not going to be able to take on as many people, especially with going mm -hmm. back to school and UCSD is, is I'm going into a four plus one program. So mm -hmm. I'll be working on two degrees at once. Yeah. So, so what, for those who, yeah. Talk, how, are talk, talk, talk about, how are you yeah. going to breathe? How are you going to breathe? Stacey, how are you going to breathe during that? I'm just going to, you know what it is? No, but you know what? I think that's good. Like as a business owner and a business, the person that runs a business, I think that's important that you're doing whatever to, to enhance, right? To grow. Because you know what happens is sometimes when a business stays a certain way for a long time and there's no change, then it's like, okay, then, then why would I want this if I could have a similar business that offers more, right? So I like the fact that you're willing to do more stuff, not to take in more stuff, but rather to 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 offer to offer more of a diverse uh oh what's the word I'm looking for? Um Angela, help me out here. Like I think I know, I, yeah, like the fact that you're willing to go with the pace like you're willing to continue okay you know what? i'm gonna go back to school and do this so i can offer more but in a more intimate way right because um like i said because you're not because anyone could just stay the same way okay and i'm good i'm content but the fact is you don't want to stay there you want to keep enhancing you want to keep advancing you want to keep on learning more stuff so you can offer more stuff and uh, with that being said how important is it to give back right and and i wanted to ask you what what was it in your life that made you want to do the business to want to give back and, and to really help and provide and and be a heart of service kind of thing like what was it that made you want to do that um since i was since i was a kid i've always been very very computer savvy very computer savvy very good with persuasive writing I mean, very good with drawing in a cell. I used to be the top seller of cookie dough every fundraiser. Like, nobody could sell more cookie right. dough than me. <laughs> like, and um, <laughs> also um, candles and barbecue ribs. But, uh, like, I was just so good with, with selling. And then so good with um, seeing something that wasn't as efficient and making it more efficient. That's just how my brain worked. My very first job was at 15 years old at a Greek bakery. And I was able to increase their revenue by 13% in under four months. So <laughs> at 15 years old. And so being able to see things that are, um, are functional, but to make the function better. Um, mm. That's kind of always been my, my thing. I love puzzles. I play Sudoku. I play Wudoku. I play, <laughs> you know, solitaire and things like that. I love to put things together. I love to make things a little bit better than what they were before. Mm -hmm. And when I was 15 years old and I learned how to write my first resume, I remember being in my computer skills class and they were like, we're going to learn how to write resumes. I was the only one who was excited about learning how to write resumes. 
like I was stoked because I was like business proposition ding 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 and like everybody in my family everybody in in my Aiden's um like my son's father's family I've done everyone's resume everyone everyone's resume wow. I've, I've even onboarded my father-in-law mm. like <laughs> and, and that's also something that you do for people as well so if you're out there and you're uncomfortable you can always check in with Cece right here and she'll definitely help you with your resume and cover letter how to market yourself in that avenue I even because I know this is build job profiles too where I build out the algorithm to generate the leads that they want to get I always say I can get you through the door of an interview but the rest is on you you know yeah. the, rest is, the rest is on you like how much can you sell yourself after everything i've taught you type of thing yeah that that makes sense actually that makes sense because i could i can like you said the whole door thing I, I like that analogy actually the whole door thing yeah i can guide you to how to get somewhere but then like you said everything else that happens after the fact that's on you that's true because anyone can say okay i want this and i think i'm a good fit for whatever the you know whatever it is that you're going you want to be a good fit for it. but if you're if you're not able to sell yourself it's like i can have a nice car i can have a nice suit i can have a nice house but if i don't know how to talk to people then i'm going to turn people off so the main thing i tell people is to pay attention to your body language and in interviews pay attention to their body language because that's gonna i've interviewed so many people where i'm like in like corporate like high scale corporate positions i worked in biotech for illumina Illumina is one of the biggest biotech. We took all the Ancestry.com samples would come to us. Mm. So I'm talking about this is a 42 acre biotech campus. Wow. And um, I was doing regular general like, you know, recruiting and interviewing and onboarding and training. And then I had gotten promoted to compliance, which I preferred more. But I would interview so many people and it was just a deer in headlights. It was like pulling teeth. And so mm. sometimes I was just like, oh, like, how could I help these people? You know, how can I just giving back is always seeing something that how can I help this person understand the way I understand things to give them a better mm. shot, even if they're not right for this position, at least maybe they'll find a position that they are more appropriate for, you know, and so I would pull them aside at the end and be like, hey, like, we ain't gonna hire you. But let me tell you some things. So maybe your next interview will go as you know, will go better for you. Because that's just me. I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, you messed up. Oh, it sucks to be you. No, it's not in my nature no. to be like that. My nature is to is to teach. My nature is to guide. My nature is to help. And so for me, always offering a service and stuff of something is just my nature. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And making logos, even making logos and stuff. Like I will make logos for um for people at random like just random like i will see something and i'll be like oh like i see a lot of potential i see a lot of um a lot of drive and stuff but like the visual aspect isn't really correlating with what they are trying to represent mm -hmm. so let me just and, and they'll just wake up and they'll just have something just made just made for them and i, I do that like i won't even charge like i don't even charge for it like i'm just like here like let me help you a book cover or something like that if you only have a dollar to pay me a dollar pay me a dollar and i'll do your book cover not wow. Not for everyone. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, you mentioned body language. Could you give us a, a hot tip as yes, far as you're in an interview, yeah. what body language to look for that might be positive or look for to maybe like, oh, maybe I need to uh, focus a little bit up. A little okay, bit. hold on. Let me see. And then I know we want to get into some of your uh, other talents because we want to hear some of your work as well. Hold on, yeah. I'm trying to get work to put this on. Yeah, no worries. 
I forgot my ring light. Can you see me? Yeah. Yes, I can. I can't. can't see your head, but I can just see your, there we go. Upright posture, keep your hands calm, shoulders back, shoulders back, shoulders down. Keep your eyebrows, face muscles relaxed. Don't fidget your hands, don't fidget your feet. If you feel like you Ooh. have to move, every 30 seconds. 30 seconds, 30 seconds, keep eye contact, keep eye contact, keep eye contact, jaw relaxed. So three interview process. <laughs> it's like, mm. if you feel like you absolutely have to do something, you can put your hands down if you have a rubber band or something, mm -hmm. hands down underneath the table and just. That's a good, mm. then you can't good tip. That's a good tip. Flick it like this, you know, or count the wrinkles in your hands. <laughs> That's mm. really good advice. Just keep but no one really that. talks about that. That's pretty interesting. And I think that's what it is because when I was in college, right, we had that class called Job 101 that they teach you little things. But that was something no one really talked about a lot. What you said about the movement, moving around a lot and all this other stuff. They were talking about more about, okay, wear a suit, wear a tie, groom, and all this other stuff. And they would talk about the whole, okay, yeah, when your resume should be two pages, one page. But what you just said about posture and body language, they, that's something they did not talk about. So I like love I the said, fact that you talked on that. That eyebrow down, keep it relaxed, make you like feel like you're in a masseuse or something. Massage yourself beforehand. Keep your any insecurity that you feel or tension that you feel. Do not let it show. Do not let it show. I get nervous on interviews and I'm like teaching other people how to do interviews. So I have to be very aware, being self-aware in your job interview, being self-aware when you're a key speaker, being self-aware in everyday life with interaction like this, interaction in person, all of that stuff matters, absolutely. But you know what's crazy though? I mean, I don't know if this is only a tri-state thing or if this is an everywhere thing, but it seems because I, I work in retail, right? So of course, sometimes, you know, um, there's been times where let's say my boss could it, because I'm an operations manager, so, when my boss is not there, that sometimes me and this other person that's also an operations manager will help him with the interview stuff, I'll ask questions. And I feel like, I don't know if this is everywhere, but I feel like people don't take the interview seriously like it was when I was first trying to get a job because I was always taught the suit and tie or business casual. Like I've seen these kids today now, they're wearing jeans with and, and, and holes in them. Yeah, 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 or whatever. People with, but you know what? Sometimes I have to engage. Um, I'm very intuitive, so sometimes I do have to gauge. Um, maybe their background isn't a lot. Maybe their interviewing is their interview skill is flawless. Maybe they have every single. I'm not gonna not hire you because you have. Jeans. Right. Maybe that's what you have. Maybe that's what you have available. Maybe you don't have the funding for a suit and tie. So for me. Yes, try your best to look as presentable as pop as like as possible. If you only have you know jeans and so, like a jeans and a shirt or you know whatever, and your at least your hair is it's out of your face and your nails are clean or you know there's things certain things that you can do that don't really cost a lot of money. So for me, the engagement has to be there. Remember to be engaged and also have questions. Make sure you're asking questions back. 
and also, how important is that? It's very important because they want to know that you understand their organization and their core beliefs and you understand their brand. And so, um, do you, there's been times where I've gone on interviews and I would read up about their company in my car mm. before I walk mm. into the building mm. or do it while I'm waiting for them to call me back because that is so, so essential. Like, do you understand what our, okay, so do you know anything about us? That's when you, that's when you hit them. And whenever people are always like, oh, wait, yeah, I know that you do this, 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 and this, and this, you got 50 points off the bat right there because you understand and you did your homework. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people don't, well, a lot of younger generations don't do that or they're not taught that as much. And I always wonder why that is. But I think to study a little bit about the program, I mean, about, about the company before you, you know, at Re least you have an idea. Okay. Yes. Because when um, I was interviewing for a, a boutique called Mickey Moto, which they specialize in pearls and they're like in the top 5% stuff. Okay. I'm getting crazy. But anyway, but that's the first thing I did. Yeah. Um, like who created the culturized pearls? Why did he create it? Why was it important to maintain its shape? Why was this, additional process important like you had i felt like that was very intriguing because i didn't know that's what that was until i read a little bit about it so that was pretty cool that and then, and then when i went into the interview oh okay i see the vibe now because yes it's it's um i don't want to say bougie i don't like saying that word but rather it's it's very high-end luxury to but oh but the presentation matches exactly what i was studying i was like oh i get it now so there's certain everything yeah to do with yes identity yes awareness. yes you also have to when we think about branding don't re don't forget you have to measure your brand awareness mm. measure mm. your yep. brand awareness that helps you understand where you are within the public eye um brand awareness can be measured with customer surveys um things like it could be customer survey that could be word of mouth it could be um, just like your rating, your like review on Google and things like that. Um, like I didn't realize until like a couple weeks ago, which I'm still working on, but um, I was like, shoot, I don't have a resume as a business owner. I don't have a resume wow. as a business owner. Holy cow, I don't have a resume. Nopal was, I don't I, know if you guys know, Naked Poet, but Naked Poet, our Prickly Pear Productions, she's one of my really good, good friends and she, um, we hang out. And we met virtually, but like now we like we hang out in real life. And um, and I said I don't have a resume as a business owner. Why am I struggling to do this resume as a business owner? And it's because that is a whole different realm for me. So it is always it's always a learning um it's a learning experience. And whether you are the interviewee or your you know your interviewer, it's 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 a learning experience. And there are a lot of skills that you can do to increase your chances of getting that job, to increase your chances of getting that client. You know, it's all it's all the same. And that's another reason why I always have my clients before they become clients do. Um, I do about a 15 to 30 minute consultation with them because I need to engage with them to see if it's even something I don't take just anyone. You know, I need to engage with you and see, oh, are you going to make my hair fall out? Or <laughs> like, Right, or, right. Or am I going to be a good fit for you? And are you going to be a good fit for me? Because I have fired myself from clients. No oh, wow. Including, I have fired myself from clients because they take too long giving me back the information that I need. They're too indecisive. Um, and I'm trying to break it down into any way I can. I can't go back and forth 18 times through an email exchange. And then you still don't know. It's not my job to tell you what you want. 
Mm. I'll say this. That's mm. important that you mention it because we talk about how we submit uh, like our poetry out and we get rejected. But, but sometimes we're afraid to say no when we know the partnership isn't going to work out. So that's important. I think that's very valuable information as well, that it's okay to break off a professional relationship that's just not going to work out when you know yes. it's not yeah. going to work out. And then you, t and you make it very clear in your service agreement. You send out a service agreement with yes. your PO. And when you collect that non-refundable security deposit, um, this is non-refundable. This is going to go towards any headaches that you might cause me to go get Excedrin at CBS. This way, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, I got my coupon somewhere. <laughs> oh my gosh, yo, that's funny. Um, also, I did make you guys uh, for just for helping me um, promote my business and you know you guys are solid like you guys are solid i got a lot of business inquiries last time like i ended up getting like six clients um so i do want to say thank you so much um for all of your support That's what it's all about. And to show to show my um my gratitude i did make you um i did make the unraveled influence i made you guys four sample logos um and i sent them right before we started so this is one this is the unraveled oh, tape wow. from the tape cassette that I found in my garage. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. This is incredible. And that's oh, to try to match what you have right now. And I gave it a neon effect. I, like I that. love that. Again, each one has its own feeling. It's hard yes. sometimes as the uh, artist to pick what's the feeling I want to go and with. This is showing unraveled like crochet. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. These are so great. Yeah. And it's like, and then this is, and I did the word art too. Oh, wow. Because of the, the expressions and the words, and that is exchanged and that is shared on this platform. Um, sometimes it is something that becomes unraveled until you get it to roll back in. Wow. So yeah. all of these things have yeah. so much depth. When I do graphic design, everything is very intentional. Every single color that I choose, everything. When I'm doing, I call myself an intuitive graphic designer. When I'm doing intuitive work like this, um, usually that's my best work. Usually those clients, the clients that say, hey, do it from your gut. Like you're in, usually I, I almost, I've never failed. <laughs> like I've never had a client Amen. not intuitive design. You really do because again you are creating a feeling out of nothing and i mean you have a again you start color fonts and then the actual logo but i, I gotta say this too and i'm a little biased and I, Andy, i'm gonna take it a little bit to the left but um i gotta tell you august babies are the best um i'm an uh, august baby yeah. <laughs> well today's my babies. um um yesterday was my sister's birthday she just turned Oh, well, wait, she said 34, but it's really 43, but we flipped the numbers, 23rd, but yeah. And then my cousin Annette is August 20th. Andy and Cece, hold on, don't fall down. My dad's August 5th, my mom's August 12th, my youngest daughter's August 12th, I'm August 21st, my brother's August 28th, his wife is August 26th, um, wow. and then everybody I keep meeting, August, 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 my, babies, they're the my, my um, Aiden's dad, his baby's mom, his baby's mother is who's my esthetician and my best friend. She's yeah. August 20th, my sister-in-law is the 21st, and I'm the 23rd. <laughs> Oh wow, that's a that's gotta be a fun. So weekend. speaking of so speaking of very well, very well, wow. too well. 
So speaking of birthdays, uh, what do you what you got for us as far as birthdays? Because I know you're you're doing a collection, right? You're doing oh, like a yeah. donation thing. Um, I made them. So like last year, um, last year I actually did. Oh, that is right. Obama's is on Monday. Um, actually, I actually have the same birthday with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's not had. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, I so share one with year, uh, Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain, and then uh, Kenny Rogers. Oh, and the I Dream of Jeannie. Um, Barbara. Oh, I do. Oh, uh, I, oh, I, oh, I used to love that show <laughs> back <laughs> then. Uh. So for my birthday last year, um, I did like a little like donation thing, and like people came through. They paid, like paid for my whole weekend. Like I went out. Like I had drinks. I had a good dinner. Like, it was great. So, like, this year, especially because I just had to dish out the money for my tires. <laughs> like, that wasn't expensive. But anyway. Um, <laughs> anyhow, so, yeah, I made, like, a little, like, um, a PayPal, like, a little PayPal thing. Um, I can put the link in my bio because I always forget to do that. I'll make it and then I'll forget. Like, I forget about it. And then I'm like, oh, nobody donated anything. And it's like, well, duh, you didn't tell anyone. So, um, and even to, like, my cash app and stuff like that. So, um, what I want to do is go to beetle box which is a tim burton's restaurant here in um it's in los angeles and i'm a huge 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 tim burton fan um my mm. favorite movie is corpse bride and then it's a close tie with uh, beetlejuice so um yeah, beetlejuice. like if anybody wants to buy me an edward scissor hand burger or donate towards like you know the edward scissor hand any anything uh um, you can donate. I'm gonna get you the card. glove. I'm gonna get you the scissor actual hand. I have it. Oh, you do? It. Oh, oh my god, yeah, that's all. Awesome. Of course, she's got it. Of I have it. I've had it, it since I was 18. And then wow. I had, I've had and I have one that's bedazzled. So they can either donate to like my cash app or they can donate to my PayPal. Um, I don't have the link on hand right now, but um, I will post it. Um, today ish um, but yeah so if anybody wants to help support towards my uh tim burton meal for my birthday and these leaves in my hair that's good luck no um i don't know it's pretty dry i don't know what the universe is trying to say i need to deep condition but, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yes august babies are usually um very creative um we are creators and we are um, we can be very stubborn in our mannerism sometimes um, about the way that we create. And I used to be one of those people that could not take what you told me. I'm going to do it this way because, and then I kind of like, that's it. But then I realized that my growth was becoming stagnant. Mm -hmm. And so when I started opening up myself to what people were saying and more of the, it wasn't criticism, it was concrete. It was constructive. Um, then I became a better artist because of that. Um, my writing coach, he's been like my writing mentor now for about over a year. And when we listened to my old stuff that wasn't as structured or when I wasn't really understanding, um, it had been like 15 years since I've had music theory. Um, I used to be trained in opera. So it's been a very long time since I've really studied music theory. So you get rusty. And when he came in and kind of started guiding me and I started becoming more open to the information that he was giving me, the phenomenal growth, the phenomenal growth to the point where I cry because I'm like, what? like, if I was going to be so stubborn, I wouldn't be the artist that I am now. And so just mm. remembering to channel it out in a way and you don't have to take everyone's um you don't have to take everyone's feedback, but taking some feedback and trying it out 
can change everything about your artistry and can make you a better artist. So I'm very grateful because I've always been shut down to listening to people telling me what to do because it's just like a Leo Virgo thing. You can't tell mm-hmm. them nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Leo right. Virgo too. I'm on you. I'm on you. I'm right with you. I'm on the cusp of right Yeah, the cusp yeah. of exposure. Can't oh, tell yeah. us nothing about anything, especially yeah. if it's something that we are doing. Um, but that's not really the right <laughs> mindset that you want to have. No, absolutely not. Because if stagnant and shut down, then all of those doors of opportunities that could open up for you are going to be stagnant and shut down. Mm. That's very, wow. very important. Again, we this is kind of similar to what we talked about earlier with uh, Robert Kazi about feedback is crucial and authentic mm-hmm. feedback is really what's important, not just um, toxic positivity without really giving some context to the feedback. And like you said, it, it's sometimes it's uncomfortable and they're going to rip something that maybe you thought was part of your heart apart. And that's okay because they're going to actually help you grow in that way. And that's what I think having that writing coach really did for you and that's and that's why so many people he's actually like my he's like my my best friend now like he's like my like he's one of my best friends because he um he goes i i, go, I don't know why i'm nervous like you make me nervous like i don't want to share my stuff <laughs> like, but, like, but but he's like it's not about being nervous it's about growing you know it is about growing that's the factor that you want to get to because when he first heard me and he told me in the studio he said you're already great He's like, but I can see you becoming legendary. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even look at myself as anything that could become legendary. And then as everything's growing and stuff, with the spoken word piece that I just posted, it's called Street Stone. I posted the first two parts of it. Um, I'll do the third part probably Monday. I'll drop off the third part. But when I sent him that spoken word piece, because he told me people, especially in the hip hop community, people admire the realness. When you're doing metaphors, it can't be something that's not real compared with something that's not real because it's just la-la land after that. He's like, I want you to tap, to dive in and tap into something that is real. And I lifted a mental block, something I had been Mm. mentally blocking for like about 18 years. And it's the relationship that I had with my father that adopted me. And there was things in there that everything that I put in there is, is true. And yes, the circumstances were pretty brutal and pretty harsh and stuff, but that was my truth. And I remember when I sent him the whole entire thing, he said, your spoken word is at fire level, like fire. Like there's like, he was just like, there's six syllable counts in there. Like he's like, there's, he's like, you, like you've officially reached the peak of like fire and like just taking, even if it's in a text form or something, but just taking that feedback from somebody that is helping me grow. I'm like. That's so crucial. And, and again, to take you to that place. And like you said, they will call you out if you're not going to be raw and authentic. They, they, yeah. people, will, people will see right through you. And so to take that um, fence or that uh, chain away for, and being able to be open and free like that, that's huge. I, I absolutely. Wow. Andy, what do you have to say no, with that? I definitely agree. Um, to me personally, transparency is always important. Um, you you know me, Angela. You know, even when we went live with uh, on um, YouTube, you know, I was very transparent. Like, I'm not afraid to be vulnerable. I mean, do I set boundaries? Yeah, but I'm not afraid to tell it like it is. Like, you know, when I when I read that one piece about, uh, it was called "I Committed a Sin." I was pretty much breaking down a breakdown. I was breaking down 
the stuff I, the motions I go through after you commit a sin and you did something you know you weren't supposed to do. And I was very raw with it. And, and I didn't care if people got offended because it, it, this is just my life. This is my experience. Um, you know, not caring about offense, you know, with respect. That's just how it is. But I do it with respect. You know, of course, I always do like the whole, hey, listen, this might trigger some things, but this is what it is. But I think uh, it's important because, like you said, because if you're trying to be fake about something, then, yeah, people can see right through you, like you said. And that's um, – I really believe in transparency for sure. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's all I really have to say, honestly. I don't really have anything else. But uh, I wanted to ask you about your – oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, wait. If you have a question, go ahead. I was just going to continue with the thought with that. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. So, so what? Um, cause I know you do music too, CC, and I wanted to ask you about the music. Like, what, what do you got coming up? Cause I know you got some oh, albums yeah. coming up. You got, you got something coming up. Yeah. So, uh, I haven't been on a stage to perform. Last year was my busy year. I was on stage just left and right. Um, I was starting to get burnt out. I was getting booked mm. like crazy. Um, so I wanted to take that time to step back, not only just to breathe, but to perfect my artistry, to perfect my craft, to perfect the direction in which I want to go into. Um, I'm still not all the way ready. I feel like, I mean, I guess you'll never feel like you're ready, right? You always feel like oh, you're never, never ready. Never. Um, and I guess I was kind of waiting too for the blessing of like my writing coach uh, <laughs> to like kind of tell me like where I was at and stuff. And um, the last four pieces that I've done that I've shared with him and stuff he said now you're ready to get into the studio to to get these laid out um so I have studio time coming up it's funny I'm back here towards Fresno and there is a producer called um Ill Instrumentals uh and he actually lives out here he lives like 15 minutes from here I met him on SoundCloud and so I'm gonna see if he wants to link up maybe today or tomorrow um but I think the next single that I am going to release is called Doesn't It Feel So Good. And this was this song has my first attempt of a contra melody. And mm. um and it's about that aha moment when you realize that you can do and you can be whoever you want to be. When you let it go, you can grow and doesn't it feel so good? Like it's just doesn't it feel like so good just to know like oh i have all this power and i'll read the i'll read the lyrics for you um only because my voice is not i have it saying in like a week how doesn't it feel so good sorry feels so That's good. okay the words enough i mean they'll pull you in they'll punch you in because you're i mean the layers and I'm looking forward to hearing this. This is definitely Andy, what I say, I get to hear the words I need to hear every week. So yeah, I need to hear these words. So I'm gonna I'll mute up so I can hear these incredible words. She tells a different story. One that doesn't lack the glory. She lives to cease her worries. Cause she's not a normal see. She's free from her binds and she's well aligned. She holds peace of mind because she moves with the time. With her life, she makes it right to be who you are. Doesn't it feel so good? Take life in control. Doesn't it feel so good? Eyes define your whole world. Doesn't it feel so good? 
you make your own like it's your home you can have anything be anyone let go of your pain only if you want because she knew her power and it was her all along it was her she doesn't have people who project anything she doesn't want to feel she has only counterparts that have both worked to heal she doesn't stress for money to become real because she's basking in abundance deal after deal the day she let her trauma go she became full within her soul the way she would think of karma she was more than restored it was her world she held control she was her highest self in the purest form so doesn't it feel so good wow I'm like, wait till you guys hear like the whole. Oh wow! Thing, like, oh yeah, when it all has all, all of the pounding of the every part of the elements all come together. Andy, I, I think you were muted when you were saying something. Oh, whoops! I muted myself. Oh my god! Sorry. I was gonna say, what came to mind was the cat a caterpillar. I can't even say the word. Uh, caterpillar, where. They wrap themselves. I think it's a caterpillar. Right? They wrap themselves as a cocoon. Yeah. You know, they do the. You know, and they do the. It's so I feel like the cocoon represents the the stuff you're letting go, right? It represents like every time you overcome something, every time you start to get over something, every time you start to get reflected. So you know what? I get it now. I feel like that's what the cocoon represents. And then the minute it's time to embrace your new self, I think that's when the butterfly comes out. And that's that's the image I got while you was right so you know, doing that piece. Because I think what made it interesting too was the fuck the, the 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 fact that you had the sun in the background while you were saying it, like right, right now. So that's what even made it more profound. I was like, oh snap. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, listen, that's that's listen, listen, yo, don't play with me, I'll dissect the shit out of stuff, man, don't play with me, man, because you give me some, I'll dissect that shit, man, but that's what I got with the sun, that the, the butterflies doing the whole, ah, oh, and now he gets, the butterfly gets to fly and enjoy the weather and all this stuff, so, um, that's how also, that beautiful to me. There's also one more piece I wanted to share with you. Yeah, go ahead. But before you do that, I want to say this real quick because I want to say for me, letting go of your pain is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. But at the same time, once you do it, you it's the best feeling you're ever going to get. Yes. So it's, yes. It's the, the fear of not, you you have to jump over out over the ledge. It's so difficult to make that That's leap. Why, and I think, doesn't it feel so good? I think you've really explained it's like, Doesn't it feel so good? Doesn't it feel so good? Doesn't it feel so good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at Doesn't that. Doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it feel good? That's how that little hook goes. <laughs> nice. I love it. Exactly. And again, I, it's true what you said. Yeah, but it's so true what you're saying because every time you talk about the whole letting go thing, I always think about the rope analogy. Um, like the, I saw, I, I I see this. I you know I can't find this illustration to this very day. I can never find it again. But it's pretty much about letting go. When you hold on to the rope, your hands are gonna get all you know. Your hands are gonna you're gonna get hurt, right? So the 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 imprint of the rope's gonna be in your hand. Your hand starts bleeding and stuff like that, but eventually it's gonna get to the point where your hand cannot like hold on much longer. And what happens is, well, what happens after a while? Your your arms get tired and then you fall and you get hurt. 
because if you keep trying to hold on, it's going to let you go before you let go of it. And though that same way, I think the fact that when you decide, okay, I'm going to actually move on and let go of it without that letting go of me, I'm going to let go of it. But it's like you said, doesn't it feel so good that now I can use my hands for something more important? Because when you use both your hands to hold on, but then this hand gets like, okay, I'm tired now. But again, you could only for so you could do this for so long to the point that it's gonna get tiring. And it's like it, it, it's always this saying that my sister always says. My sister always says this to me when we're having a deep conversation. She says, "When your body tells you what to do, if you don't do it, it's gonna do it for I you." I literally ended up in the hospital for 15 days because of that same reason and i'm getting out of a 10-year relationship and we're still processing things and i said being in love with you is like being in love with a siphon mm. <laughs> man yo i'm yo wow and yo like he's like i'm looking forward to that being with the Don't depth work. of like a, a poet of depth Siphon. Like I feel like my gas done ran out. I don't even know how long ago, and I don't have any oh, yeah. gas money. I'm now driving a Tesla. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> no, but that's okay, exhausting. See, we'll talk. Man. We'll talk. See, that's incredible. It's ex exhausting, though. But yes, please. Um, yeah, I want to make sure treat. We, uh, honor that second piece. Yeah. So um, this is, and this is also um, I'm still trying to work the details if I'm gonna sing it out or if I'm gonna flow it, like if I'm gonna sing it or. I'm not sure yet. Um, I think I found a beat for it yesterday. So that's another reason why I wanted to link with the producer and see what he said. Um, see if he can build, because my writing coach also does um, beats. And so he'll, be, he'll build beats around my words. So like, that's dope. <laughs> so um, it's called You Won't Even Try. You won't even try to grow your mind. Killing your divine as you're wasting time. You won't even try. Yet you want to split the difference. We don't even have the same instance because you chase what clinks and I'm stacking ceilings, filling sinks. That's the difference. Why think I'm close when I'm off in the distance? I work towards resilience as you lack consistency. Bring a knife to fight. No need for ear bites since you pump the night. Professor, test your life when you don't even try. Illuminate the mind, mate ill to a light. How you gonna read my mind? Braille would never help your sight. You're selectively blind. I select the right to align and you must marinate upright. Wasting time, wasting life, cracked is your mind as you're cast iron fried. So before you die, ask yourself what you're doing in the meantime. Do you even try? Oh, that's right. Not the type. Just think twice. Dreams to place in sight. Hold your peace inside. Ego suicide will grant everything you like. Be dope to your kids. Now choose dope over kids. What's your highest bid? Pop your lid? To each their own, cast the stone, get hit by two more. Because what you put out in the world is the only thing you can control. Shocked when the tables turn, and yes, those foreign hearts burn. Live a life not compounded with style. I think it might take a while. You haven't walked a mile, got problems underneath the smiles, bluffing like your cards are wild, confused by your selfies. Because it's all lies that you see. That's not reality. That's just an unhealthy normalcy. <sighs> Oh, and that was my first attempt at pig Latin. Oh shit! Um, wow. Wow. Caught the pig Latin line in there. The um, it's illuminate the mind made ill to a light. Wow. I wow. I love it. Oh my gosh, that's like almost like a little Easter egg just to to snack on for a minute. Oh my yeah. gosh, these yeah. just 
you always come with such intricate layers yeah. and, and just yes. seeing, remember that feather, how many layer upon layer upon layer on that feather. You are that. You are a layer upon layer upon layer of so many incredible things. Oh my gosh. You meant this, the beat of feather? that one. You meant this feather? Wait. Let's see. Let's see it. You know, I know. I'm, I'm mad you yep. remember. Oh, wow. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. These, yep, that's the feather. That is the feather. The feather. What about the oh cherry gosh. blossom tree? <laughs> I was like, my oh. Cherry blossom. oh, I remember when I first met you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cherry blossom tree. It took me two months, but I got it done. <laughs> wow. Again, it's Ooh. so intricate that you have to put layer upon layer upon layer. I had to put those dots that's what you one show. by one. Mm -hmm. That's what you Thank really you. They are the uh, definition of somebody who really puts every single dot themselves. And that's why you, you actually radiate. We feel you like, cause you can do that. Don't you think Andy? Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on everything you guys are talking about. I'm just trying to process everything. Oh my God. You know, it's funny cause the person you're to, I feel like, okay. So the way this spoke to me, right? So I saw it from different perspectives. I feel like I'm talking to complacency, if that makes sense. I'm like, yo, you won't even try to even try to help me out, right? But I feel like, 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 like I'm talking to the thing or the person, but I feel like that is also talking to me, like, like who that person or that thing is telling me, oh, but you won't even try, right? Like, like you want to make these moves but you won't even try because you're afraid of what it could do for you or it could do to you and instead of but, but how are you gonna know if you stay in that complacent state or if you stay in that stagnant state you're not gonna really understand what it is to grow in your life right because if we start if we stay in one spot because we're so comfortable then you're never gonna really truly learn what it is to be your authentic self and and that's the way that piece spoke to me i mean it's so much so many other layers to it but that was one thing that really caught my eye and i think a lot of us do that in life where it's like damn but i got it it's like this like i got a good thing here why would i want to let go of this or why would I'm i even want to i'm comfortable yeah right yeah, i'm already comfortable having this here like it's I'm easy comfortable to be with here misery. i'm comfortable with misery because at least i have someone right exactly like i and i've had friends like that i've had friends like that like they'll stay in a relationship because it's what they know but sometimes you have to get into the unknown in order for you to know if that makes sense um, you I, 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 we've all done it listen i've done it i've done it myself this and you start doing this mm -hmm. that's great because one place, there's that saying, you point one finger, but there's three fingers pointing back at you. That's when, okay, you know what? It's one of those, you know what? Sometimes you need to be told about yourself. And, and when you're ready to be told about yourself, that's when you are ready to face the reality you need to face. Because it can't always be this. Like you said, it can't always be that all the time. It can't. Because the more you do that, you're running away. You can't keep doing that. You have to eventually face it face on. And it's going to be uncomfortable. It has to be uncomfortable. Because if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not really facing it. You're just, okay, here it is. But what, what are you going to do once you're there? Okay, so. Um, so Yeah, absolutely. Um, Andy, did, did, there was a question that came in from our friend. Oh, yeah? Okay. Asian. Um, the saying goes, each one teach one. How does your creativity play into this? I'm sorry, what was the first part? Uh, the saying goes, each one teach one. 
how does your creativity play into this? Each one, teach one. I guess it is always a learning experience for me. Um, each one, teach one. So um, I get challenged a lot. I get challenged left and right in every aspect of my business, of my creative process. Um, I will be like direct and be like, you know what? I haven't uh, done this or I have not um, encountered something like this, but this is a process that I'm going to take like this, break it down and let me see if I can make it work. If not, here's plan B, C and D. So whatever mm -hmm. steps um, I need to take, I'll find I'll find them and I will do everything I can to deliver. And then I will teach you the ways that I learned myself because sometimes it's a mixture of steps from A, steps from B, steps from C, and steps from D. So um, mm. just being very uh, transparent, um, especially like with the cherry blossom, oh God, the cherry blossom tree, um, that took me forever because I was the fifth graphic artist that she hired. Oh, and she went to wow. and mm. she said, maybe you don't have the skill set, or maybe you can't, or maybe... I'm sorry, what? Did you say I can't? <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say I can't? I can't. Um, so then I become challenged and then that fire comes off. The fire starts to, you know, kind of, because mm. I don't like, I mean, I don't mind being challenged, but like that whole, maybe you can't. Why can't I? I've been doing this for a long time. What like, you talking why, about? Why like, can't I? And you know what? That was a very challenging, that was a very challenging project for me. And I think that's why I wow. over it day and night until I figured it out. I used origami leaves. Like I've used origami petals for crying out loud one by one by one to make each thing dynamic. And so when I showed her my process after it was done and she said she liked it, then I went and I said, I want to show you the process just so you're aware. And I took each petal and I showed her. Wow. That oh my gosh, she was almost sick. She couldn't believe that I, I did. It was like three, three thousand, three, thirty two, fifteen. Thirty two, fifteen was the amount of origami petals I used for that tree. Wow. Wow. And so for each one, teach one, it's always a learning experience for me. And then I will always present the obstacles that I have found or faced or anything like that and let them know but i don't do that until after the project has been completed right. um, i don't want to use that as a justification of why i'm lacking or why it's not getting done fast enough or anything like that i always wait until after they are satisfied then i'm like just to let you know this is the steps that i took this is how i was able to deliver your vision after other graphic artists were unable to so i can um, <laughs> so I can't. Wow. That's important because again, I think people who are not artists or not in the industry or in that field, they don't know how much mm -hmm. pain, sweat, blood, tears, time, carpal sleep, tunnel, sleepless, sleepless nights go into this. Um, and, and again, to pull from out of, you know, just a conversation or, you know, with a general idea. And, and again, that just, it shows really to your talent and the fact that you're able to show them this is what it took to get here. Wow. I think that's incredible wow. too, because you're educating other people. I'm also uh, breaking that they just it don't down. Know. I'm also breaking Ooh. it down to make my life easier. Mm -hmm. These are all wow. codes of color. So if you're telling me that you want a blue or a green, it's not just a blue or a green. It is. Mm -hmm. It's zero zero FFAF, or it's zero zero eight seven AF, or it's. <laughs> it's <laughs> 
Wow. So That's yeah, a big deal. Because again, you're showing in a very simple way how really fucking complex your job and your your mind has to be in order to create so many variations of product. And again, sometimes you she's uh, described if you're just joining us. Cece considers herself to be an intuitive artist. On top of she's got so many incredible business. Um, Terracotta. Uh, Terracotta. Yes. Oh my gosh. I kind of, I have a, I'm, I'm really responding to that. Uh, the swatch, the swatch is a color there, Andy. I love that. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. Uh, again, if yeah, if you go to Lowe's, if you go to Lowe's, they, like, if you try to look for paint, they have this thing with cards. It's like a whole bunch of, it's not have, just blue, but different shades them. of I, I blue. Have, I have them in my car. Uh. Yeah, yeah, because it's wanted, intriguing. I to come up. That's why I build color schemes from scratch. I'm able to build certain color schemes. What color works with what color? What color doesn't work with what color? And then I have the codes and stuff. Whether it's a variant of purple, whether it's a because there's warm colors versus pool colors. Oh, color. and... So, have you ever wow. seen the Double Wears Prada? Yes. You know how she goes. I, I've it's seen clips of green. it. I've seen. Yeah. It's not just green. She's absolutely right. right. It isn't just green. That green is fundamental to if it is your, going to be your primary or your secondary color. Mm -hmm. It's fundamental. I always say with brand colors, two to three primary, no more than three. Two is good, three. And then you can have up to five colors because the other secondary colors are going to be your accent colors, whether that's mm -hmm. silver or whether that's gold, whether it's a metallic coating. You know, it's, it's, there's levels to this, seriously. So yeah. if you're just joining us, definitely watch the replay where uh, Cece goes into detail, uh, her brand kits and how incredibly detailed. So if you're interested in developing your own brand kit for Yo, your uh, business professional, it, it's a big deal because again, there is a psychology to this. Mm -hmm. um, and what do the colors represent? What do the colors yeah. mean that you're selecting? Mm -hmm. I would be like, you want blue? Okay, blue is usually used for healthcare. Blue is usually used for healthcare or oh. so. I break it down okay. to that to that to that level of like, like I said, I put a lot. Into wow. It. Okay. And wow. I found the pyramid. I found the pyramid, guys. Yay. Oh, let me see. Okay, you saw it here first on Ravel Influence. So this is like Keller's equity model, mm -hmm. mm. and it's it states. The identity, who are you? The two is the meaning, what are you? The three is the response, what about you? And then the last one is, what about you and me? Ooh. So this is how Ooh. a brand um, pyramid scheme is built. And imagery, as you can see, is towards the base. It's right here. Mm. And I want to okay. say, too, again, um, not to necessarily put anybody off, but being an artist, a writer, uh, or whatever, that you also have to market yourself. So that is something you also have to consider as, you know, somebody who wants to put their work out there. If you're going to target a certain audience for your own personal work, how, how, how are you going to reach them? How are you going to connect yeah. to them? That's important. I think that's, again, if you're interested in that, even as an artist, definitely reach out to CC. She's more than uh, yes. your brand. Yes, you are yeah. your brand. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. It's more than just businesses. Um, we, oh, geez. Well, well, guys, we went over a little bit over an hour. Um, so let's go ahead and put out some last minute thoughts and, and then uh, anything else, Cece, you want to make sure that we talk about? Because again, we have some August birthdays. 
um, in the house tonight. So um, we're going to talk about that before we close. But Andy, uh, any last words or thoughts for our, our group here? Um, no, just thank you for being you and thank you for just, you know, like giving us the insights of what it is you go through as a business owner, as a business a person that runs the business that creates the business that helps others like thank you for just breaking that down the way you did because a lot of a lot this is stuff that school don't even teach you to be honest this is stuff that even business owners themselves don't even teach and the fact that you're willing to teach that that is that's remarkable honestly if i can so thank you that, that's somebody so save yeah. some, some footwork and some traction then that that then my then i feel I feel satisfied because there is a lot of oops and uh-oh moments and oh my god why did i do that oh i messed up um you're gonna mess up it's just the truth <laughs> you're gonna mess up and it's okay right. as long as we can share where we messed up or our shortcomings with other people so they don't make the same mistake and that's that's gonna help another business thrive because it's all about community and growth and i also tell people too if you're starting a business get involved with the community Get involved with your community as much as you possibly can. Take an outreach um, and, and give back. I give um, a percentage of my earnings. Uh, I give a percentage of my earnings to John Hopkins Hospital and to the Ronald McDonald House because they helped me. Um, they, well, I survived <laughs> because of that. Wow. That's important. And again, that's you give, and that's why, Cece, I, you just get so much. You get so much love, respect out here. Um, we know you as an artist, a music artist, a poet, um, a writer, a performer, but again, there is so much more to you. And again, out there, if you need anything from her, she is very, very, very kind-hearted and easy to work with. And again, she knows. I get, some people just see things and understand, you know, it's research and development, you know. You're going to get that group and they're going to have an opinion whether they like it or not. That's just how they naturally react to things and people in a research and development um situation will just give you how will they feel with no real reason for it so again cc really understands that and I, I, again how you really explain the difference with the colors and the feelings and all that um and i know seriously john hopkins and ronald mcdonald house that's so incredibly important to always that's why i'm so honored to always have you on with us and anytime we could talk about you i'm more than happy to talk about you oh. everybody i know but they already know who you are right andy they already know who you are yeah yeah <laughs> so um yeah so i was gonna ask so so any any advice any last thoughts before we end this live i'm just wondering if my mother-in-law finished making the alfredo because i'm starving um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm so hungry. See, like, like when I come here, I don't have to do nothing. Like nothing at all. And I'm like, I can smell it. I wonder if it's done. <laughs> How far of the drive do you have, Cece? How far of the drive do you have, Cece, when you head back towards uh, San Diego? About five hours. Oh, about five. Yeah, it's not too well, too bad. I mean, it depends on traffic. And it, but my car is turbo. I have an EcoBoost. Um, so if I go like towards evening time, nighttime, then I can get there in like four or maybe three, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying to condone, um, speeding or driving like in an unsafe way. I love driving overnight. I think it's, it's just so peaceful. It's incredible. You don't have to change lanes. So yeah, you go, you actually don't have to speed as much. No, and it's not nearly as hot. So like your tires won't expand and like, you probably won't blow them. 
<gasps> it's done. So I just want to wish you a safe drive whenever you do get back, because I know you just got your tires and your oil change. And as a woman who just drove to Texas and back, I, I definitely understand how important a vehicle that works is. But also, CP, I just want to wish you uh, don't forget to take care of yourself because um, you do so much for uh, others and also your creative soul that don't forget so you see that we need you to also be taking care of yourself. Ooh, is that what you're eating? All right, well, I got to get off this live because now I'm hungry too. So. Yeah, I'm going to take care of myself. Um, thank you so much, everyone. And yeah, I'm taking this time to try to rest and things like that. I'm going to get back to everyone's emails and um, start scheduling out these consults uh, Monday. So bear with me as I just take the time to breathe. And yes, um, I appreciate you guys promoting my business and everything that you guys do. I'm just tired because yeah. as, a, you know, as a business owner and somebody who has their hands in many pots, um, you get tired. Absolutely. You just get tired. Absolutely. And so, yes, I'm taking this time to take care of myself. And I appreciate you guys so, so, so very much. And I really hope that you guys like the logos. And whenever you yes. decide on one in oh particular, my I will give you the variants of that along with um, the, the information that you need for trademark. Oh, wow. Thank you, Cece. Oh, my gosh. Um, I want you to go because you got to eat and you have to have all that fun stuff. But thank you, everybody, for joining us. Cece, you're always incredible. Andy, um, we got another fun one tomorrow. We got Queen Marat Rogers yeah. at... Um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking forward to that. That's at yeah. 9 p.m. And then we're going to be hanging out with Rainer for that open mic. So hopefully we'll see everybody tomorrow. All right. So thank you guys for coming through. Thank you so much for you, um, just, just being yourselves. So yes. Doesn't it feel yes. so good? Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.